It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. We're here today to introduce the newest member of the Padres family, all-star first baseman Eric Hosmer. Joining Eric on the dais, his agent Scott Boris, and Executive Vice President, General Manager of the Padres, A.J. Preller. Begin with some opening remarks from A.J. and Eric as well, then we'll open it up to questions. So, welcome again. Thank you for being here. And without further ado, here's A.J. So I'll welcome everybody to the uh, frozen tundra of Peoria, Arizona, apparently. So, um, obviously here to announce the signing of Eric to an eight-year contract with the Padres. A very exciting day for our organization, a very exciting day for our, for our baseball operations group, very exciting day for uh, Padre fans uh, here in Arizona at spring training, um, you know, definitely throughout the country and uh, back in San Diego. Um, you know, I just want to acknowledge the work of a lot of, of, a lot of people from our organization uh, to make this signing possible uh, from a baseball operations standpoint, from a scouting standpoint, uh, the amount of hours, the time spent watching Eric on the field, uh, the conversations that were had with, uh, honestly, people dating back to Eric from, a, from an amateur standpoint, uh, from, you know, guys that coached him, played against him, played with him, uh, watching him, you know, on the field, talking about him off the field, um, definitely from our major league coaching staff, uh, getting their input, um, you know, going through, through basically the entire baseball operations team, the business side of our, of our, of our organization. Um, it was a team effort. It was a group effort, and it led me to be, you know, overall when you when you go to make this type of recommendation and you, you go to make this type of decision, uh, I felt very prepared and I felt very convicted, and it was because of the work of a lot of people behind the scenes uh, that, uh, from our standpoint, made me feel uh, very good about about getting here today. Um, definitely want to acknowledge Ron Fowler, Peter Seidler from an ownership standpoint. Um, you know, really from day one since I've been here, you know, the uh, their their vision, their you know, demonstrating again, wanting to bring a winner to San Diego. I think really starting three years ago in terms of building a foundation, building a core, uh, you know, building a farm system, um, you know, and then, you know, putting the finances behind it. You know, a few years ago as we tried to build that foundation, uh, we spent over $100 million, uh, a record in baseball for a one-year period, to try to get to a point that we feel like we have a self-sustaining organization. And I think the next stage for us from a planning standpoint uh, was being able to layer, to layer in the right piece, the right players over the course of the next few years to add to that core. Um, you know, and understanding that there's going to be a moment in time that we're going to have to look out and, and add free agent players, add trade pieces to go with a very talented group that we have in the Major League Clubhouse right now and throughout our system to get us to where, you know, ultimately we want to get to, which is to bring a championship to San Diego. Um, you know, I think a lot of hours between Ron, myself, and Peter, uh, and thank them for a sounding board standpoint, advice standpoint, and you know, again, like I think it was very important for us to show alignment, and then you know, throughout this whole pro whole process, there's been alignment in terms of let's build the foundation, let's build the core, let's get us to a point where we feel like we're going to be successful for a long period of time, and then let's go out and and uh, and get the right pieces or pieces uh, to to get us over the top. So, um, you know, Eric as a player, 
brings a lot to the table. Uh, you know, I think from, from an offensive standpoint, he's demonstrated the ability for average, hit for power, get on base. He doesn't punch out. Uh, he's a two-way player. He's a defender, obviously a four-time gold glove winner. He's probably the best in the game around the bag, handling picks, handling throws, throwing the baseball. He's an athlete. Uh, we put a premium on all, on all of those things. Um, you know, I think uh, probably a, a, the best part of the process, I think, for, for myself and for Andy Green as, as we went through it, was, you know, I think it's pretty easy to go out and see him, you know, what he can do on the field. When we start really digging into, you know, the person and what he would, you know, from an intangible standpoint, what he's going to bring to the Padre organization. You know, I, I've said it a few times. I mean, we're not looking for Eric to come in here and, you know, be Newt Rockney and deliver speeches from minute one. Well, you might, you might have to do that today, uh, depending on how Andy does with the team. But, uh, you know, day one here for us. But um, I think what really is, is the things that he shows daily, the, the passion for the game, the love for the game, the competitiveness, the intellect, you know, having a curious mind, wanting to get better. These are things as we started talking to our scouts, talking to people that have an appreciation for Eric as a player, just kept coming back one after another from guys that have played with him, played against him. Um, you know, the ability to relate to people. Um, I think we've, we've, from our standpoint, we've tried to build our organization that way. I think he exemplifies that. And it was why, you know, from, from our standpoint in a baseball, you know, from baseball operations, we were so convicted that he was the guy for us at this time. I think, you know, the fact that he was part of the Kansas City Royals, it's an organization we have a lot of respect for as a group, from our ownership team to our baseball team. Uh, they've done it the right way. They went from, uh, you know, a team that had some young players and ended up playing on the big stage in a world championship situation twice. They got the big ring. He was a huge part of that. We factored that into our decision as well. Um, you know, I'm really excited for Eric to get a chance to go, go meet the guy, spend some time. I think a lot of the things that he's about from a talent standpoint, uh, from a makeup standpoint, we've tried, to, we've tried to cultivate that. We've tried to add that to our clubhouse over the last few years. We think we have a lot of similar like-minded players in that big league clubhouse, and we're about ready to take off here. Um, you know, I think probably the only person more excited than me today is Andy, who gets to write his name in the lineup here in the next, uh, the next eight years. Um, and without further ado, just very, very proud and excited to announce Eric Hosber as the, the newest member of the San Diego Padres. First off, I want to thank Ron and Peter for backing AJ's vision during this whole entire process. And obviously want to thank AJ, Scott, and all the work that went into making this deal happen. And um, I've had a few good moments in my career in San Diego up to this point, And I look forward to having a lot more great moments there. I um, really enjoyed this, this whole entire process, believe it or not. Uh, it, was, it was fun to, uh, to get the vision and, and see where San Diego is, is trying to, to lead these young group of guys and, and for them to want to, to bring me and to be a part of this and to help guide these guys and to help bring this city a world championship because, um, you know, the San Diego, it's a great city, as everybody knows, but um, as far as sports is going, I think a lot of people are, are really excited for these uh, San Diego Padres and where this organization is going, and I'm just happy to be a part of it. And um, if you guys would have any questions, I'd be more than happy to answer some questions. How much uh, research did you kind of do into the direction of this organization and kind of where it's headed, and, and how much did that play in, into your decision making? Um, I did a lot of research. Um, you know, Scott represents a lot of the guys that are coming up to this system now, so I uh, went over a lot of players, a lot of guys with him. I, when I was out in San Diego uh, visiting, I got to see all these guys on video. I got to see how they play. I got to see uh, what they're about and just the talent that they have. And, um, you know, that's what's so fun about this, this whole process is um, 
I'm at the point in time in, in my career where uh, I hadn't played against any of these guys in the minor league. So for me to, to start going and, and doing the research and looking up these guys, it, it brought a lot of excitement to me because, um, you know, it's not only deep, but uh, so many pitching prospects as far as uh, depth goes. It's, um, you know, really complete uh, on how the, the farm system is, is uh, what position the farm system is in right now. So um, just a lot of excitement to, to get in this locker room, to open these guys' eyes up and, and let them know uh, how good they are. And, and, you know, that's what we're trying to do is, is maximize each guy and uh, just trying to get the most talent out of all these guys we can. You mentioned it twice already or alluded to it, just working with these guys and being, a, I guess, a leader. How, how important is it? It seems like you embrace that. Yeah, it's, um, you know, the, the way I look at it is I, I grew up in the, in the game of baseball. I was, um, you know, I signed a contract at 18 years old and, and went and, um, you know, basically grew up and became a man through this game. So, um, you know, I feel towards the game of baseball that I owe it to the game and to the organization I'm with now to give back and to just show these guys the, the way it goes. And, um, you know, it's, it's a tough league. You come up, you, uh, you're really wide-eyed, open-eyed to, to what's going on and um, to have some, some veteran leadership, to, to have a guy that's, that's been through ups and downs, uh, both individually and, and as a team, I think I can uh, you know, definitely relate to a lot of the guys. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to, to helping these guys become the players that uh, you guys all project them to be. Good morning, Haas. D. Jackson, KSHB, 41 Action News, Kansas City. First of all, congratulations. You've earned the right to be here today. Uh, how close were you guys to actually closing out a deal with Kansas City, number one? And number two, what would you say to the fans and the people of Kansas City who've uh, supported you in your career over the years? Um, well, I've always said this. It's, it's, uh, it's different. It's, it's a different relationship when uh, you win a world championship for, for an organization and, and for uh, – a city like Kansas City. I think, um, you know, like I said, I grew up in this game in that organization and um, some of the moments that I've had in Kansas City on and off the field with, with people of Kansas City are some of the best times I've had in my life. So um, I'll carry that with me throughout the rest of my life. And those are moments that, um, you know, I'll never forget. And um, everybody in the organization, uh, you know, Dayton really did a good job of, of putting people that in the minor league system that can not only instruct us on how to be the best baseball players we can be, but uh, at the same time, be the best father, be the best brother, be the best whatever you can be off the field as well. So I'm really appreciative of, of all that, um, you know, that I came up with that organization. And, um, you know, like I said, it's a, it really is a, it's a championship gene that, that, uh, that Dayton tries to create over there throughout the minor league system. And, um, you know, I feel that the, the group of guys over there that, won the world championship, really took on to that and, and created a, you know, a championship gene out of each and every one of us. And uh, just a lot of fun to go to the ballpark with those guys. And you know, I really look forward to, to bringing that over here into San Diego. I don't think anybody was close to closing a deal the whole offseason the way it was going. Uh, it, was, it was a long process, it was. But um, I think that's what the whole offseason for me was, was um, to weigh out the options, to see what the best fit for me was. And um, you know, ultimately, it, it came down to me really liking this, this organization and the direction it's going. And, um, you know, that's basically what it came down to. Eric, Jorge Ortiz with USA Today. You mentioned that you enjoyed the process. Uh, you came into your first run at free agency at a time 
when, as you mentioned, a lot of teams were pulling back. Can you take us through that process? Uh, you know, the, apparently there was some interest from the Red Sox. That was, a lot of people thought that maybe where you would land. Can you tell us a little bit about how, what the ups and downs were in the whole process? Um, you know, that's the funny thing about the whole thing is the process. Uh, there was nothing really crazy about it. It was just it took a lot of time for stuff to happen. So, um, you know, we were patient throughout the whole process. Uh, you know, I kept in contact with Scott, uh, you know, on a, on a daily basis, especially towards the end. And um, ultimately, uh, you know, it just became down to, to waiting and basically figuring out what the best fit was. And, um, you know, like we said, it was, uh, it was a grueling process. It definitely, uh, you know, didn't go the way that a lot of people expected as far as timing and, and when certain guys came off the board. But um, like I said, I'm here and uh, doing a press conference. And, you know, the first day of position players for spring training starts today. So uh, I'm just happy to get a deal done and, um, you know, get to be able to talk to you guys and then go play some baseball after this. Pick your word. It pressure expectations but when an organization invests eight years and 144 million dollars in you and and call you essentially a cornerstone of a rebuild or a corner turn uh, what expectations do you put on yourself uh, with that kind of investment um, I don't think anything changes as far as, as your expectations on yourself for each season and the mentality and the, the way you go into a season I just believe that um, you know as a, as a major league baseball player we're all fortunate enough to to put a uniform on each and every day. And, um, you know, ultimately it, it comes down to love of the game and uh, really just going in there and embracing the guys that you're going out on the field with. And, um, you know, I think that's what my mentality is towards this whole thing is um, to go lead by example, to reach out to guys that, uh, you know, that are going through some things that, uh, that I've gone through as a player before. And, um, you know, that's basically my expectations and that's the way I go into every season. Turn around to franchise in Kansas City. You were part of a, a group of players who brought a World Series there, two pennants. Do you see similarities here with where Kansas City was maybe five, six years ago? Uh, it's a lot of similarities. I was I was a part of, of the group in Kansas City, obviously that um, that built within the minor league system. All came up to the major leagues, and um, you know it was in 2011 when one guy caught called up. It seemed like every other week a different prospect was coming up. So. Uh, it's a fun process. It's uh, you know, it's it's an exciting time because everybody hears all the hype and and all about these guys. And then once one guy comes up, and uh, it seems like the fan base really latches on and and appreciates that player. And then before you know it, there's another guy rolling in and another guy. So um, it's it's a lot of similarities, uh, and it's you know something I went through as a young guy. So I'm excited to go through it now on the back end of uh, you know not not being the young guy anymore and and being the guy that can, uh, you know, the, be there for the young guys to lean on. Yeah, really, uh, for all you guys, um, everybody seemed to be going with shorter deals this year. You know, that seemed to be the trend. This is eight years with a, an opt-out um, after five. I'm curious as to what all you guys think about the value of maybe being here till you're 36, but, you know, also having an opt-out and how this whole thing was structured at a time where everybody was going, it seemed like, with uh, shorter deals? Um, ultimately, I think speaking on, on my deal and my situation, um, it was, you know, something that we wanted to come to terms with the, you know, that with a deal that made sense for the, for the San Diego Padres and that made sense for me. And um, I think at the end of the day, we're both really happy with, with what we got worked out. And 
that's why we're all here today. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm just I'm happy that something got worked out. And, you know, today's the first day of practice. So, um, you know, I don't got to play the, uh, you know, checking my phone every couple minutes, checking the TV to see what's going on. I've put all that stuff away and I get to put a uniform on and go out there and, and get in the mix in with the teammates and play some ball. Eric. Uh, I think from our from from our standpoint, from the Padres standpoint, in terms of like you know the term and the length, I think that was what was really attractive to Eric was as a 28-year-old free agent. Uh, you know, I think we were looking ultimately for a guy that was going to bridge, you know, uh, the current group and, and hopefully future groups over the you know over the course of that that period of time. So I think for us to look at guys that were a short-term fit, you know, one or two years. Ultimately, we feel like you know we're going to play competitive baseball this year, and we think it's going to open up a window for for a long period of time. And we're looking for a player. Uh, that had the characteristics and qualities Eric brings at 28 years old that, you know, we feel like he's going to be a good player in the, in the course of the contract. And he's going to be a guy that has different waves of Padre groups come up. He's going to be a stabilizing, you know, force for us. He's kind of a pillar in the ground for us. And uh, that was important with us in terms of the length and term of the deal. Scott, I don't know anything from your end. Well, I think, you know, the, <clears throat> the organization is one that uh, um, I referred to it earlier about it's, it's a uh, – it's a volcano of, of hot talent lava. And uh, to turn that lava into major league rock, uh, that's, a, that's a hard thing to do. It, it is a very, very difficult thing to do. And there's many men and many people in baseball who, are, who spend so much time and effort and drive to do it. Uh, we take it for granted. We hear so much about many, many great young athletes that come and the prospect, does he turn into a franchise player? And uh, what Eric Hosmer brings is that he's went through all that in Kansas City, that he, along with you know, many people, were all prospects. They were two that, that major league lava and they turned into championship rocks. And when you can have a young veteran champion, I think your chances of guiding lava into rocks are pretty good. And I think that's the, the destiny that, uh, and the plan. And, uh, and I think Peter and Ron and AJ, I, 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 I give you all credit because the time you put into knowing who Eric Hosmer is and about his family and what he is as a teammate, who he is as a person is, I think it's going to instill in a lot of players here a, a, a real spine that uh, you can't find in baseball. And to find a man that's this accomplished, this young, uh, this disciplined, and, uh, and has so many attributes in addition to his playing skills. And I'm so pleased that our modern-day analytics are proven wrong by the fact that we sit here today and while they don't reward great players like Eric Hosmer, the prestige that he brings to the game was recognized by ownership and by AJ, who's slightly into analytics, and uh, <laughs> who, is, uh, who, who bring to a game a completeness. And I think that in our industry, when we add prestige and the value of what a player can do, I think as we go forward, 
you know, Eric Hosmer will be an example of why we need to do a little bit more beyond algorithms and a little bit more in the human appraisal to really show what value a player can bring to a franchise. Eric, a lot, of, a lot of people have speculated about what you really wanted after winning a World Series in Kansas City. You don't, you don't get much better than that. How, how did that experience kind of inform your decision here and how much you want to get back to that mountaintop for a different team? Yeah, that's every player's goal is, is to ultimately win a world championship and um, to be able to, to do that in, with an organization and to do that in, in Kansas City was, was, it was amazing. And, being able to, to have that taste and, and understand uh, you know, what that means to a city and, and how that brings so much joy and excitement to the people out there. It was uh, an experience that you know, I can sit out here and, and talk about it all day, but until you actually go through it and um, live those moments, it's, uh, it's something that, that drives you as a player to, to go and, and, and try and bring back more, as many as you can. And um, you know, like I said, uh, to see where the, the city and the and where San Diego is uh, as a city and, and how they're just begging for a sports team to, to go in there and, and bring some excitement and bring some energy to it. Um, you know, I just saw the, the direction the organization was going. I saw the people at the top of the mountain that were leading the organization and I bought in uh, to what they're, what they're trying to do here. And um, like I said, I'm, I'm glad to ultimately get it done and, um, you know, try and, and join this team and, trying to achieve those goals that, uh, you know, each person that signs up, whether it's a front office guy or whether it's a player, that, that what you dream about accomplishing. So I'm happy to uh, hop on board with this team and, and try and go for that. I have a question for AJ and a question for Scott. AJ, this is kind of like the third phase of your building project here since you became general manager. Where do you see it going at this point and how long do you think it, it'll take to reach fruition with all the younger players and the building blocks to be a success here. And Scott, now that you're here and you've gotten Eric signed and JD signed, how do you feel about the whole process this winter? Where do you stand on that now? Yeah, I think in, in terms of, you know, kind of where we're at, et cetera, and stuff. I mean, I think Andy talks about it every day. Like the expect, expectation for us is, is to go out and win every single day and go out and improve, you know, improve 1%, get better as a group, get better as a team. And I think for us, you know, overall, you know, we're not we're not sitting here going to limit ourselves and say, hey, in 2020, um, you know, we're now we're ready to go, you know, et cetera and stuff. I think, you know, what you do is you just try to add talent. You try to add guys that have the right kind of makeup components. Uh, you work every single day really hard to get better. Um, and, you know, from our standpoint, like we feel good about the group we have right now in our big league clubhouse. We feel really good about the guys that are coming. And I think we feel really good that, you know, over the course of the next, you know, eight years that we're going to be a very competitive baseball team. And I just, you know, the message for myself to Eric, you know, throughout, you know, a couple different visits, a visit, you know, in Florida and visit in San Diego and conversations is, you know, expect him to come in day one with, you know, what he's about, which is winning and, to, you know, to preach that. And I think you're going to find guys in that clubhouse that, that expect the same. And, you know, ultimately, I think, you know, from, from our goal is we've known over the last three years we haven't had enough talent in that room to, uh, to be a, you know, first division club and be a postseason type team. I think we're starting to move in the right direction, and I feel like we're starting to get to that point when you look out on our, you know, on our, on our field and our team and our backfields. And, you know, I think over the course of the next few years, uh, it's going to show up as we get going. You're asking me to remember a question that you asked 10 minutes ago, <laughs> Brian. Yeah. Um, 
the, the patience of a padre, I guess, is how these things get done. And when you look at the game, uh, probably baseball off the field is no different than on the field. Um, there are fastballs and there are change-ups. And we happen to be in a mode where we're working on our industry change-up right now. So we'll just uh, take it as it goes. I think this is an industry that, that always revolves around talent and everybody covets talent. And uh, it's really nice to sit here today and be around an ownership group and, and a staff that is driven towards competition, driven to be the best team that they can be. No interruptions, a directed goal, annually trying to be better, trying to be a part of a, of a coveted institution called Major League Baseball where the greatest players play. And when we put interruption in it on competition, um, we're going to be a, a different brand. And I'm happy here today in San Diego that, you know, bringing in a player like Hawes to uh, compete and teach young players how to compete and grow something, it, it says a lot about the ownership and the direction, and it's nice that a franchise is, is taking the standard of, of competing every day. Eric, you mentioned having to check your phone, check your email throughout this process. What were your emotions like when you finally did reach that agreement? And what have the last few days been like since turning quickly in that direction? Um, my emotions after reaching an agreement were just happy that, um, like I've been saying, it's, it's, it's all done and uh, we can put the business side of it away and just go out and play the game. And um, I think the biggest thing was, um, you know, just, just the, the, the process being extremely slow this offseason and uh, just waiting for, for someone really to go off the board. And, you know, you had that feeling that, uh, you know, be the domino effect after. And, um, you know, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I think throughout the whole process, um, you know, that's really what, what engaged me with San Diego is there was a lot of communication going on. There was a lot of uh, work for me to do as far as looking up the, the younger guys and seeing uh, just all the talent that they have in the minor league system. So, um, I definitely found, found time to you know, find those guys and, and, and look those guys up and see what they're about. And um, you know, not only that, but get my work in as well. And um, just relieved uh, to get it all done and, and just go out and, and start playing. Eric, you, have, you obviously had a close relationship with Rodano Ventura. What does it mean to put on number 30? Um, it, it means a lot. I was actually, um, you know, I was under the understanding uh, about two minutes after I signed that 35 was was retired in the organization here. And um, uh, I found uh, Glenn Hoffman yesterday, and uh, I know he, he wears number 30, and basically told him that it would mean a lot to me if uh, you know, I can wear number 30 and uh, just continue uh, you know, Yordano's legacy. And not only Yordano, but um, you know, all those guys in Kansas City that uh, we all you know, shared good moments with him, and then uh, obviously shared a, a really tough moment in, in his passing. So. Uh, it really meant a lot to me, and um, you know, Hoff was was more than open of, of letting me uh, carry on that number, and and like I told him, uh, I'll wear it with pride each and every day, and um, you know, it's something that uh, you know, I'd, myself and 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 uh, the core guys of Kansas City, I think, uh, you know, want to continue to make sure Yordano's legacy is lived out. Eric, um, you're you're here today, but there's obviously still a lot of guys who are unsigned out there. I'm just wondering, from your vantage point, this winter. Um, as an interested observer, what, was there any level of frustration at any point, and uh, have you put together any 
uh, of your own theories as to what's going on with the market? Um, no, I, I don't want to you know, put together my own theories of what's going on. I think from a personal standpoint, um, um, you know, San Diego was one of the first teams to reach out early in the offseason. So for me personally, I was, um, you know, having uh, conversations. I was, uh, you know, visiting uh, San Diego. AJ came down to visit in South Florida. So uh, the process for me was, was really it, uh, you know, it felt like it was moving and, and it felt like we were, uh, you know, getting closer and closer to a deal. And, um, you know, obviously it took a little longer than expected, but, um, yeah, it happened. And uh, it, it, it was long, but it didn't seem that long because of the conversations, conversations with, uh, with AJ, the, you know, the conversations with ownership, uh, and the conversations with Scott. So uh, it happened at the end of the day. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm happy to be here and happy to be a part of this organization now. Time for two more questions, guys. Thank you. What do you like about Petco Park so much? I don't know. I think Petco Park likes me. I think uh, every time I every time I I go there, it um, you know it seems to, to to work out for me. But um, you know, like I said earlier, and and this is I've had some great moments there. Uh, you know, I experienced my first All Star game there. Uh, you know, the the World Baseball Classic uh, brought a lot of people out from San Diego, and to get to see that stadium and that environment was was a lot of fun for me. And um, you know, it's a place where uh, you know, you, especially day games, you wake up, uh, the weather's gorgeous outside, and it just makes you want to be out there. And uh, the city speaks for itself. The ballpark speaks for itself. So, um, you know, like I said, I couldn't think of a better place to, to go out and, and play baseball every day.